Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. Arongo Productions Production. Hello and welcome to Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. I am not Hunter Bishop, and I'm also not from 1920. I am your guest host, Matt, along with my co-guest host, Jonah. Say hello, Jonah. Hi, everyone. Yes, we are guest hosting for Hunter because, unfortunately, he could not be here today. Um, what happened was one of his very good uh, online gaming friends hasn't logged on in in about three or four days. Um, nobody knows what happened to him, so... Um, Hunter went on a cross-country road trip to track him down, see if he's okay. What a guy. Yeah, what a guy. Um, so, yeah, we'll be filling in for him, and uh, we got an exciting episode. It is the end of March, so it's our final chance to do a March Madness episode, and that's what we're doing. And we're doing March Madness properly um, in one day. I mean, it's impossible to do March Madness in one day, but... I mean, we're going to do it. Actually, we're going oh, to no, do it no. less. We're going to do it less than a day, right? No, I, like this. I, this I, is how March Madness should be. Like I agree, you, it should you, be. You don't need to stretch a, it out over the whole yeah. month. It, it's a day, and in, frankly, that makes it even more madness. I mean, technically, March Madness is like three weeks. Okay, but still, that's basically a whole month. And it's only on the weekends, so it's technically like eight days. Okay. Well, Jonah, we still win. Yeah. <laughs> okay? We're doing March Madness better than anyone. Okay? We're not stretching yeah. it out. We're not having long, drawn-out tournaments. We're having one tournament that's going to take exactly, I don't know how long this is going to go for. Less than four it, hours and two minutes. Yes. Less than four hours and two. This will be less than two hours. Hopefully. Don't hold me we'll to that. We'll try our best. Don't hold me to that. We won't drag out like we usually do. Yeah. We're kind of already dragging it out. Uh, yeah. Starting after this podcast. Yeah. Well, by the time the podcast is over, we'll have already dragged it out if we dragged it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's, let's... Let's just stop dragging it out and let's get right on to... Another week, another smooth transition. Yeah, man. Just call me margarine. I'm so <laughs> smooth. And I spread nicely on toast. Biggest and, news uh, of the week, guys. Can I, yeah. can I say? Biggest news of the week for me, I've watched both Falcon and Winter Soldier episodes. Oh, that's good, because you didn't see it last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're very good. Oh yeah, I highly recommend it. Very good. The um, the chemistry is amazing. Uh, that's the bi- the best thing about the show is the chemistry between Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Absolutely, and uh, and Wyatt Russell's big dumb face. <laughs> yeah, he. <laughs> I... Listen, I, I like was... I, I like Wyatt Russell. Um, but his character in the show, man, fuck that guy. Yeah, he. What a doof. No one deserves to wear the suit. He looks like a doof in the suit. His ears come out too much. His nose squishes. He looks like an idiot. That's what my father said. He said, that does not look like someone that can play Captain America. He looks like a... He looks like... When he takes off his helmet, right? He, he looks 
like someone, I guess, who could, because he looks like Wyatt Russell. He puts the helmet on, and it squishes his face so much. He looks like an overgrown 10-year-old. And I, you, I know hate they, to, you know they did that on purpose to make him to look as one. doofy as possible. I hate to be the one to say this, and I feel like this is a little bit mean, but he looks a lot better with the beard he has in, in his older pictures before Marvel. And yeah. I guess you you have to be clean shaven to be Captain America, right? Yeah, I mean he looks good. Late, I mean later in episode two, he's got a bit of stubble. He looks. Oh normal. yeah, yeah. He looks normal when he puts the helmet on. He looks like such a fucking doof. Oh, with the the chin strap and everything, it just looks. It yeah. Just looks really. I know his nose squishes down, so it's like like round and poofy, and like his ears come out. Like that helmet does not fit him properly, and I guarantee you the costume department did that on purpose to make him look as unlikable and doofy as possible yeah they wanted to make sure that the first time we saw him like we were already going to hate him because he's not steve rogers or or uh or falcon not my, not my captain but, america yeah, yeah yeah right but like they made it extra like let's also make everybody like look at him and be like what a fucking doof <laughs> you know every time i see daniel Bruhl, which we only got to see him a little bit i always say well you are well i was in the hospital fighting for my life you are out there stealing all my points because that's his best role in Rush, in case is it? you Yeah. You think that his role in Rush is better than in Glorious Bastards? I do. He wow. should have been nominated, and maybe even won for Rush. Wow. I I uh, I think him being uh, the Hannibal Lecter to Bucky and Sam is uh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It I didn't know what the show was about. Much like I didn't know what WandaVision and I don't know what Loki's uh, going to be about, but I'm on. For, I'm along wow. for the ride now. Yeah, that's all I need to know. Wow. I'm along for the ride, and everyone sh- that has the chance to watch these shows should be too. As soon as Loki not a sponsor. Premier, as soon as Loki premieres, I'm going to add a wow thing to the soundboard. Oh, dude, I don't know why it's not on already. <laughs> I know that's such a mystery. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. That's Falcon Winter Soldier is good. I also started watching Invincible. That's good. I recommend it. You should watch it. I told you this already off off podcast. No, I know, I know. I haven't had the chance to yet. It's We're very busy. good. But I I probably watch it by myself because fuck the fuck relying on other people. Other people? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. I recommend it. Very good. Uh, nice. It's uh it's an animated show, but uh, don't let that fool you. It is for adults. Um, great cast. Mind you, I only watch adult animated shows. Yeah. Um, great cast. Oscar winner Steven Yoon. Mm. Voices the main character. J.K. Simmons voices his father. Oh, big fan. Yeah. Great show. Great show. Great animated superhero show for adults. And I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. Anyway, on no. to the news. This is hot takes. We talk about the news of the week and give you our hot takes on it. But we give it to you with extra maple syrup because we're Canadian. I'll try uh, my best anyway. to. Try your best to what? To uh, give my hot takes with extra maple syrup. Okay. Next time when you start a sentence, Jonah, you have to finish it. I thought I did, but... Anyway, uh, first order of business. Gotham Knights has been delayed until 2022. I thought um, it was coming out in 2022. I'm going to be honest. 
No, that's uh, Suicide Squad. Oh. Gotham well, then shame. To, yeah, Gotham Knights was supposed to come out this year, but it's been delayed, which means in 2022, we'll have two uh, DC team-up games. Can I just... You gotta talk, You can't say Suicide Squad a lot, because every time you say it, I get a boner. Oh, because of the trailer? Yeah. Well, that's another thing that's in uh, Hot Takes, is the trailer for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad uh, premiered uh, today. Um, so by the time people listen to this, they'll have plenty of have had plenty of time to watch it. It's a great trailer. Can I just say that I've been around the Twitterverse a little bit, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of these Zack Snyder fanboys saying like they want every single DC movie to be directed by Zack Snyder, and little do they know that Zack and Deborah Snyder are producers on this movie. Yeah. But also, like, Zack Snyder's friends with James Gunn, so harassing James Gunn's movie is not, like, I don't know what if you think what you're doing is, like, oh, we're doing this for Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder would not approve of you discrediting his friend's movie in his name. So, just stop. Plus, James Gunn's a fucking genius. Yeah, right, just stop. Tweet for your Snyderverse all you want. Uh, again, I mean, we liked his version of Justice League. I don't know if I want more, but, like... Tweet it all you want, but don't like, don't discredit other directors' movies in his in his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shame on you. Yeah, the shame. The trailer was amazing. It was. If, if that, if you know, John, if John Cena's like that in the whole movie, I'm so I glad James Gunn made a made John a show Cena about so much. <laughs> how can you not love him any more than? <sighs> After this trailer. I know. What about King Shark? Yeah, I don't know who voices him. People are saying Sylvester it's Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. It is. God damn. If you look at the end, his name is in the credits of all the people, and James Gunn himself confirmed it. Yes, that's Sylvester Stallone. Who's Taika Waititi? We don't know yet. Fuck. I th- people, are... people said Starro, but James Gunn was like, no. So... That King would be Shark. hilarious, though. King Shark, you know, doesn't have to have a very uh, understandable voice because he's a shark, right? Yeah, so that's it makes why sense they got to cast. Alone. Yeah. yeah. I want to know who Perfect. Taika Waititi is. I do too. Just a lot, and I wanted to hear Jai Courtney say "Kant." I'm Captain Boomerang. Kant. That's how he talks, right? I'm sure he'll say it at least once in the movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I trust that James Gunn is smart enough to know I have Captain Boomerang in my R-rated movie. I'm going to have him say cunt. <laughs> Yo, he has to, dude. He has to. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, Ace Ventura 3 is in development for Amazon from the writers of Sonic the Hedgehog. As long as it's Jim Carrey, I'll fucking take it. Yeah. Um, Ace Ventura is one of my favorite of his characters, if not my favorite character. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm skeptical because you know these these uh, th- thirty years later sequels are are usually rarely good, but uh, Sonic was good, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and Jim Carrey hasn't missed a beat, so. Yeah, yeah, and if if Jim obviously it has to be Jim Carrey. If it's not, then they cancel the person. I, the people that are making this movie should be canceled. I mean, it's the Sonic the Hedgehog people, so I'm sure it's Jim Carrey. Yeah. Because they've already worked with him. Anyway, um, 
some sad news. Uh, the PS3, PSP, and PS Vita stores are going to be shut down in a few months, according to a report. Um, this means that uh, any game, like any digital game that's on there, or DLC, will be gone forever and unavailable to purchase if you have not bought it already. Welcome to the future. Is Xbox 360 still store still up? Yes, because you can buy those games on Xbox One and Xbox Series X. I don't. So I don't get how you have to shut down that when all these consoles should share the same store. Uh, I don't know because PlayStation believes in general. I don't know. It's dumb. PlayStation reminds... does not. PlayStation does not care about. Like, Sony doesn't care about their old games. They don't. They don't care if you want to play your favorite PS2 game or your favorite PS1 game. They don't give a shit about you. Or it reminds me of the whole Apple thing with the uh, slowing down older generation yeah. uh, phones and shit. It's like, why do that? It's like, listen, say what you want about Nintendo charging, like, full price for their old games. At least they're giving you a way to play their old games. Mm-hmm. Um, where Sony is, like, deleting all of their old games and just forgetting about them and leaving them in the past. You know, I'm very, me and you are very fortunate enough to have these consoles. Yeah. And not everybody is fortunate enough to have a PS4 or have a PS5. And uh, it just... This is, this is been... my problem. If, if, okay, if games are art, right? If this is the thing, everyone wants to say video games are art then why are we okay with deleting them forever? Mm. Like, like what? how would people, like, 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 yes, there are people that are upset, but there's also a lot of people that are saying, oh, it's no big deal. If you haven't played them by now, like, you're never gonna, like, they can go away. Like, who's, who's playing PS3 these days, right? Well, how would people react if Disney just decided every movie in our vault uh, that was made before 1965, yeah, we're just getting rid of. We're burning <laughs> all the copies. We're taking them off digital we're not selling dvds we're just destroying them all we're destroying the film reels we're d deleting them off our servers they're never going to exist anymore i'd be fucking pissed like what if somebody just took a bunch of paintings and said okay well we're destroying these if you haven't seen it by now you obviously don't want to i mean it, either way it's 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 not it's not a good move no matter which way you want to put it, but you know, what can you do? It's Sony, and they haven't been doing a lot right recently, so fuck Sony. Xbox. Just... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, in this case, I do. I agree with you. No, I know. I know. I like everything I see about Sony is just they're taking. They're doing everything they can, and we're are basically waiting for Microsoft to fuck up. But Microsoft isn't fucking up. And listen, I, listen I'm very glad I own a PS5. I'm very excited for for games like Ratchet and Clank, and the next God of War, and all their exclusives. But my God, do they suck on almost every other respect? They're they're not good people, and. It, like I'm not in any rush to get a PS5 because there's no great exclusives right now. But in the future, like maybe when the God of War game comes out in 
seven I years. I mean, to be fair, you haven't you you have if you did get a PS5, you can play all the uh, PS4 games you missed out on. That's that's true. With, of which there is a lot. No, I know. That's that's true. That's a thing. I just... I, if, as someone who's who who didn't have a PS4, like getting a PS5, I I would say is still a good investment, even before any of those big exclusives come out. Every time you say like, "Oh, Xbox is doing this," or "This is what's happening on Xbox," and then you say, "Oh, this is what's happening on PlayStation," I'm like, "Oh, PlayStation's just keep shit in the bed," and then Xbox, although it doesn't have to do with Xbox itself. Like the last thing you told me is like Outriders coming to Game Game Pass, and that alone, yeah, is is worth the price of admission to Game Pass. So, we will see. Uh, I, I guess since we're talking about Xbox, uh, I will. I was gonna say this at the end. I'll just say this now. Uh, Xbox had an indie game showcase today, and mm-hmm. uh, I think they showed like sixty plus indie games. So I'm I'm not gonna go over everything because there was a lot. Um, but I think at least, I think like at least 20 of them are coming to Game Pass day one. That's pretty, um, that's pretty nutty. Yeah, uh, which is great and good for the indie games because it, it gives them a bigger audience. Um, but yeah, there's like 60 plus games, so I'm not going to go over like them because we don't have time. I will, I will just mention my top three favorites that I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah. There's still no release date, but it continues to look incredible. Then they uh, there was a Exo Mecha is a free-to-play first-person shooter, um, which looks insane. They showed some gameplay where you can like you have like a grappling hook and you can like gra- and like you can like grapple to like enemy vehicles and like hijack them you can like grapple their car or like their fucking helicopter you can fucking rocket ride and then there's giant mechs too that fight looks insane i think i saw you tweet about that so yeah yeah Yeah. um that's coming in august and then uh, yeah and then second extinction is a uh, three-player co-op fps that's basically left for dead but with mutant dinosaurs and it's coming to game pass on april 28th Jolly fucking G. <laughs> That's going to be a game that we ha- have to play because if it's Left for Dead, anything like that, yeah, it'll be good. Dinosaurs, it's, let's it's fucking like go. That. I think the different. I think uh, I I I've seen some gameplay here because it, it's on PC already because it's in early access. Um, and I think when it comes to Game Pass, it's still early access, but you don't have to pay for it on Game Pass. But it's, I've seen some gameplay, and it's, it's like Left for like Left for Dead because you're like teaming up to fight hordes of these things. But it's not like like Left for Dead is like these like kind of like singular like maps levels. Mm-hmm. This is like like it drops you in, and it's like one big map that you explore to do missions. Okay. What is early access? That that word has never been overused more than it is nowadays. It's when they uh, release the game. Um, before, but it's like they're still well, well, they're still working on it. So people can, it's in a playable enough state for people to play. Um, but it's still not like the final 1.0 updated version. So that way people can play it and give feedback and they can adjust their development. Stuff like that. Okay. Right. So instead of like just a beta 
or or whatever people can actively play it while they're developing it and they can be like okay so this isn't working so we'll change this and people want more of this so we'll add more of this and we'll do this instead and then okay here's the final release okay yeah i guess that makes sense but then again i see some shit that's been in the beta for years and uh or something that's like early access game that's been like a year now and it's like okay why don't you just call yourself a live service game grounded Did I say that out loud? Uh, yeah. I think grounded is the same. It's like not finished. Like people are like they're working on it, and people are giving them feedback and stuff like that. Yeah, but they're it's adding things. They're upgrading, adding shit all the time, and it's it's more of a live service game, like Minecraft type stuff. But yeah, but the difference is live service games usually by the time they release, it's like okay, this is our game, and then we're just gonna add content to it or buff things or nerf things or whatever. Early access is like like our game is playable, but we're not done making it. <laughs> but we can let you play it and then while you're playing it you can tell us what we need to fix. Yeah. That's fair. Anyway, moving on. Uh promising young woman writer director Emerald Fennel is been tapped by Warner Brothers to write a Zatanna movie for DC. These Okay. Uh, thanks for letting me know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, now that gets me excited because... Because that's a good movie and Satana's a cool character. Yeah, Satana's really cool and she's definitely got a couple of big personalities. You know what I'm saying, Matt? Jonah, why you always gotta make it about uh, her magical abilities? I don't know. That's weird because, like, I didn't realize that the Nomadland director, Chloe Zhao, was directing The Eternals. Is she? Until, yeah, she's the one that's directing The Eternals. I did not know that. So, I think it's The Eternals. Yeah, it is. Um, so, I was like, oh, now there's two Oscar-nominated directors, both female, this year, history-making year, directing feature superhero movies. I think that's pretty cool. Who's the other one? Chloe Zhao. And Emerald Fennel. No, she's not directing Satana. She's writing it. Oh, I thought you said writing and directing. No, I said she was the writer-director of Promising Young Woman. Oh. They've just hired her to... As far as I've heard, they've just hired her to write the movie. Yeah, I guess she's not a good enough director or anything. I, I don't know. They might end up hiring her to direct as well, but... For, like, everything I read just said... Everything I read just said she's going to write it. Well, she makes some fucking badass, amazingly written woman lead character. So, I expect nothing but greatness from that. Yes, I, I'm a fan of Zatanna. It's it's time she was been given the spotlight. Yeah, maybe if that movie was released earlier, I would have done something different in a future installment of today's episode. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. Don't worry. Um... Microsoft is rebranding Xbox Live to Xbox Network. Yeah, that sounds about right, right? Yeah. Um, this is just all of... Again, this is not changing. Like, Xbox, If you subscribe to their online service, that is still called Xbox Live Gold. Mm-hmm. Xbox Network is just everything, right? So, like, 
Xbox Live Gold exists in the Xbox network. Game Pass exists in the Xbox network, so on and so forth. That makes sense. They're also it... in talks to buy Discord for $10 billion, so soon Discord might be part of the Xbox network. They're make, making big money moves, dude. They have the big money. They do. Yeah. Phil um, Spencer, dude. Bill Gates. I mean, I I mean that's just Microsoft itself. I don't know if that has anything to do with the, the Gates. Yeah, I don't division. either. <laughs> it's just the two people I know at Microsoft. Yeah. Bill Gates doesn't even work there anymore. I don't know. He's, yeah. He's um, busy injecting microchips into, her, into the vaccines. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I'm so gl- ready to get that microchip inserted in me. Oh, I am too. Yeah. And I hope everyone listening is too. So. Yes, get that microchip inserted into you because um, the I'll let you know in a little secret. It's not actually the government that is tracking you. They don't know about the microchips. Bill Gates put the microchips in secretly without the government's knowledge because Bill Gates is actually an alien and he wants to track the humans because in case something happens to his ship... He might need that microchip. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's like that. He's like the uh, the head of the Umbrella Academy. That's him. That's a real life portrayal. Anyway, um, Black Widow will now release on Jan- uh, July 9th in theaters and on Disney Plus Premier Access. Oh, I'm so glad it's up a week. I think it's up a week, right? Uh, I don't know when. You know, it's been delayed so many times. I don't remember what the what it was. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where it's like, you know what? We're in the pandemic. Move it up a week. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that they decided. Okay, fine. We'll put it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Cause uh, I I'm not going to the theater in July. No, I'm not either. And uh, I'll be watching Scarlett Johansson because you know she's Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, and... she's a great actress and badass. Definitely badass and great actress. Yeah. And also looks great and, in leather. Yeah. You know who else looks great in their uh, costume in that movie? David Harbour. Who is he? Is he Taskmaster? No, he is... Um, what's He's like Russian Captain America. I can't remember his name. Captain... Captain Musco. Oh, boopity boop it. He plays a Russian? <laughs> yeah, he plays a Russian. You know, a Black Widow is Russian. Yeah. Uh, Natasha Stavitsky. You said it right there. Romanov. Uh, he is Red Guardian. Oh. Will he be in other Marvel movies? And why hasn't he been in... Fuck. I've never heard of that movie. That's probably why he wasn't in it. Yeah. Marvel Presents. Fuck. Produced by Kevin Feige. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, more superhero news. Uh, this one's a. This one's a. Oh no, these are different movies. My bad. But they're similar movies because uh, uh, Helen Mirren has been cast in Shazam: Fury of the Gods as one of the main villains. She will play Hespera, daughter of Greek god Atlas. I thought I saw, like, a Helen Mirren thing. That's weird. But I like it. She's great. She is great. Um, and here we go. Continuing on. Um, great. I love hearing villains in, in 
superhero movies because they're like, oh, is it going to be someone that's established or someone that will get established because of this role? Yeah, well, speaking of great thespians uh, getting cast in DC movies, uh, the name's Fate, Dr. Fate, because Pierce Brosnan has been cast to play Dr. Fate in Black Adam. Dr. Fate, I feel like while I was researching for today's episodes, I saw him in a list of powerful beings. Is yeah, he very he pro- powerful? He is. He's Dr. Fate. Yeah. I actually was going to include this one guy in the list, but he was too powerful. It wasn't Dr. Fate, though. No? No. Who was it? I think it was like Spectre or something. Oh, the Spectre? Yeah. I think he's too powerful. You could have included him. Yeah, but then he would have won it all, and I would have been like... Not necessarily. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Not necessarily. Yeah, that's right. Squirrel Girl's just going to win it all. Uh, Don't spoil it for the people, Jonah. No, no, she's going to lose to her first round. I don't know. We don't know yet. We haven't started. Um, yeah, we haven't. It's not pre-recorded. This is actually, like, we don't pre-record. I mean, we do pre-record this, but, like, we don't. We didn't pre-record the tournament and then start recording this section. That would require too much editing on my part, and I'm lazy. Yeah, and Matt's had, like, less than 20 minutes to go over the list because... Yeah, he didn't tell me. We'll explain it later. We have to get on with hot takes. Yeah, sorry. I'm just so excited. Yeah, okay, anyway. So, yeah, Pierce Brosnan is playing Dr. Fate, member of the Justice Society of America in Black Adam. This is good casting. I I don't know who Dr. Fate is, but I do know who Pierce Brosnan is. And, yeah, I... uh... Yeah. Pierce Brosnan, best James Bond. That's right, I said it. I was going to... I was going to say, uh, that's a big statement, but yeah. probably true. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I said it. Best Bond. Um, anyway, moving on with the superhero casting. Uh, Ron Livingston has been cast to replace uh, Billy Crudup as Henry Allen, Barry Allen's father, in the Flash solo movie. Crudup had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts. Ron Livingston. Guy from Office Space. Oh, the guy who killed himself in that fucking show as well. What show? A Million Little Things. He kills himself at the beginning of the show. Oh, I never watched it. It's like a kind of a chicky thing, but I I do enjoy it. Yeah, it looks too much like This Is Us for me, which I don't like. Yeah, It's it's a little less depressing, but. Yeah, I know who this is. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. Was it? Was the father was the same father in the uh, Snyder Justice Cut? League? Um. Yeah, Billy Crudup played him in this in the Snyder Cut. Okay. And he would have he would have played him in the Flash movie too, but uh, I think he can't, and because this movie's been like gone through so much changes during development that it's been pushed back so much that uh, he can't anymore. I believe when they when they finally are supposed to start filming, he'll be doing the morning show. Okay. So he had to drop that ain't, out. That ain't it, bad. Yeah, it, it's not like they were like, it's not like he left, like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, or, or oh, oh, you're fired. Like, no, he just couldn't. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Um... Xbox Party Chat and free-to-play games no longer require Xbox Live Gold. This is a long time coming. 
fucking thank God. Yeah. Uh, now uh, you don't have to subscribe to Xbox Live Gold if you want to play Exo Mecha when it comes out, which you should. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. Anyway, um, Sony is developing a Ghost of Tsushima movie with John Wick director Chad Stalski. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> this shit gonna be sick. I know, right? <laughs> oh um, my, dude. Dude, dude, this shit is going to be amazing. It is going to be amazing. I love that you know that even though you haven't played Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, because I know the whole art direction and that shit is amazing. And then the everything in terms of action that this man does in John Wick. Yeah. He, he will bring to Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, he will. And I, I'm very excited. Oh, dude. Good good fucking casting. A uh, good fucking director choice. Yeah. Speaking of uh, John Wick, I just I'll go off on a tangent here. Have have uh, have you heard of the movie Nobody with Bob I have. Kirk? Of course I have. I want to see that. I, I've fucking been awesome. I've been showing my brother, my dad that and like when this comes out April 2nd, you bet your fucking ass I'm going to see that. I'm we're going to watch this. April 2nd. I thought it's already out. No. I think it's April 2nd. I Is tried it? to find I could have sworn I tried it came to... out already. I don't. I think it's April second. I saw. I think on IMDb it said in theaters April second, but uh, maybe it's online. I don't no, know. No, it's out now. Okay, then I, I'll have to watch this with the boys. I don't. I think it, I don't know if it's only in theaters though. Yeah, March twenty sixth. At least here in Canada. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this is like only. It might only be in theaters though. It might be, because I... Which means I'm not going to watch it yet. Yeah. that's Maybe that's why I can't find it anywhere. Oh, it's playing at the drive-in. Maybe I'll go there. Yeah, maybe I'll meet you there. Maybe we'll go in the same car since I don't have COVID from going to your house. That's true. We were finally able to meet meet up recently. I'm just anyway. kidding. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> that's asking too much. Yeah. Anyway, what's next? Yeah, well, it's definitely playing at the drive-in near me. Well, not near me, but close to me. Well, in my name. Well, the drive-in I would go to. I don't know what drive-in you would go to. You should see this giant bag of fucking popcorn I have. It would last us... Millennial. Well, that's good. It is the biggest bag of fucking popcorn. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Back for Blood, the uh, Left for Dead spiritual successor made by the same developers, has been delayed until October 12th, 2021. Still coming out this year. It was supposed to come out in June, uh, but to make up for it, there will be an open beta in the summer. Okay. I don't know, I if, the beta, that... I don't know if the beta will be on PC, just PC, or if it'll be on all of the platforms, but there will be an open beta. So there's still going to be something you can play in the summer. Yeah. I think the October release date works better anyway. It's a zombie game. Exactly. And it'll Perfect give me, time. And, and it'll give me and you more time to play Aliens. Because that true. comes out in the summer, too. That's true. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm And I'm looking forward to Black, Back for Blood. Shame, but... Yeah. A lot of co-op games this year. No, I know. That's great, though. I'm, I appreciate it. Because 
I'm looking for co-op games, whether it's with you or that my Destiny clan when we get bored of Destiny sometimes. Yeah, well, me more importantly. Yeah, you more importantly, but yeah. secondary. I'm just well, saying. No, I mean I'm primary and sec. They can be like tertiary. <laughs> no, of course we have our games, but you know, hey, oh. be like, hey, look at. I'm looking forward to Outriders this week. Oh, Outriders. I'm looking forward to It Takes Two. Oh, dude. I'm going to have too much fucking shit to play. You know when you don't have anything to play? And now you have too much shit to play. I know. I'm going to have so much to play in the summer. Um, It's crazy, but yeah. So much like yeah. single-player stuff and like co-op multiplayer with you. At least you won't have school. Yes, I'll be done soon. Um, I know so much. It takes two Outriders, fucking Aliens, Second Extinction. Maybe you'll um, hop into Exo Mecha with me. Maybe I will. I gotta see if it's gonna be on Game Pass. Why well, the fuck not? it's free to play. Just oh, it is. On, it doesn't have to be on Game Pass. It's free to play. Well, swell. I know. Swell? I, I know you're not a big PVP guy, but that looks awesome. I'm not, but. I've kind of retired. I, after I broke a desk with my fist from anger, I wow. said, you know what, PvP? I think, not uh, for me. I think you just got to mellow out. Anyway, uh, Outriders dev, uh, People Can Fly, have promised that any accounts they catch cheating will have a permanent watermark on their HUD to brand them as a cheater. Really? Yes. Will other people be able to see it? Um, if they stream or something, yeah. Okay. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, they'll also... If, if I... No, go ahead. If I get falsely acclaimed, I might just keep it on there. Because that's fucking hilarious. Uh, they'll also only be able to matchmake with other cheaters, and will have significantly longer matchmaking wait times. <laughs> this is, like, the best kind of troll that a dev could do. That's hilarious. Just put in a watermark on their game. Like oh, you're a cheat. You're a cheater. Here's a watermark that will never go away. So everyone oh. who ever sees you play knows you're a cheater. Dude, I think it's fucking brilliant. You'll always have to stare at it too. Like even you're like, it's oh, like... Well, I'm, I'm not gonna stream anyway. I'm just gonna play by myself. So no one's gonna know I'm a cheater. But you're always gonna have to stare at that watermark. That would drive me not... fucking insane. That's like Chinese water torture. <laughs> It's like, uh, oh, you you think we're gonna ban you from our servers? Nope. No, you can play, but your game will be your game will have a big watermark on it. That sure, it, it, it you might get used to it, but it'll just always be there, just glancing in the corner of your eye. That'd be funny that if even in single player, their load times were atrocious. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they great. could do that, but yeah, no, but that's Maybe great. They could. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, uh, a couple a couple of uh, pieces of sad news. Um, this is that part of the hot takes where we get a little bit serious. Yeah. Um, first, uh, first sad news is that uh, unfortunately, uh, Balan Wonderworld released today, and <laughs> and uh, my condolences go out to any game journalists that uh, have to play it for review. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
in actual sad news, uh, Jessica Walter, best known for playing Lucille Bluth on Arrested Development and Mallory Archer on Archer, has uh, sadly passed away at the age of 80. Mm, too soon. Yeah, shame. She was great. She was. She's hilarious. She was. Uh, Lucille Bluth is one of the greatest uh, TV characters of all time. I uh, I think that as well. Kind of. Not as much as you do, but I, I enjoy Lucille Bluth a whole She's bunch. She's great, man. There's this is the, the, the great thing about Lucille Bluth is that everything she says, I can't ever picture another like another actress delivering those lines. She's a perfect matriarch for the Blue family. She is. She's so good. And there's so many fucking... I think one of the greatest jokes in the history of television is there's a, a episode where uh, Will Arnett's character, Job, buys a boat and he names it the Sea Ward. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and Michael tells him, you gotta get rid of it, right? And as he says, right, and so, like, he's talking to Job, and Lucille walks in the room behind them. And so as she's walking in the room, Michael says to Job, get rid of the C word. And she just immediately goes, I'll go when I'm ready. <laughs> and it's so perfect. Everything about it is perfect. It's sad. It's sad. And it, and it doesn't, it, and it wouldn't work if it was anybody else playing that role. Let's let's move on because this is a bit it's a bit sad. Yeah. Um. Finally, uh, the Baftas held their Game Awards. This oh, week. they hold Game Awards. I know. Isn't that great? I had no idea Baftas held the Game Awards for the yes, because the games. because the British Academy of Film and Television Arts, unlike the American Academy, uh, actually uh, respects video games as an artistic medium. I. And they Mad hold their own respect. awards. Yeah. And frankly, I think they respect video games as a medium more than the Game Awards because they don't uh, chop up their awards um, and uh, like ceremony and fill it with commercials and cut off people's time and, and, and don't give people speeches to make room for more trailers. They just give people <laughs> awards like a real award show. Yeah. And what what, ga- what one game of the year? Well, I'm going to list you all of the games, like all the awards. You ready? How many? I feel like it's, you're gonna be like there's three awards given. No, no, this is a real award show. Okay, uh, the EE Game of the Year. This was an award voted by the public, uh, presented by EE, which I think is a British, uh, like phone network or whatever. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. But... Me, well, me neither. But we don't live in Britain. Yeah, but I watch a lot of British television and oh. TV, you know. I went on their Twitter, and it said something about being the best network, so like 5G network or whatever. But either way, the EE Game of the Year voted by the public was The Last of Us Part 2. That's bullshit. <laughs> well, the, the public voted. Who cares? No, the public didn't vote. Uh, best performer in a supporting role went to Logan Cunningham as Hades, Achilles, Poseidon, Asterius, uh, Sharon, and the storyteller in Hades. Well, talk about indie game, doing indie things, hiring one person for 25 roles. Hey, The Simpsons does it. I know. Hey, South uh, Park does it too. You know. <laughs> uh, best performer in a leading role went to Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part Two. Wait, so you're saying that he got best for all these roles? He got best supporting, and none of the so he was Hades in Hades. Well, Hades is a 
Hades is supporting. Yeah, but I feel like all these should lead up to like combined were a lead. You know? Maybe <laughs> I guess, but I don't know. Um. Anyway, uh, best original property went to Kentucky Route Zero TV edition. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, I've heard of it. I've never played it. Uh, best narrative went to Hades. Best music went to Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Best multiplayer game, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Okay. Not best, ours. Best game design, Hades. Okay. The Game Beyond Entertainment Award, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Okay, okay. Best Family Game, Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Uh, okay. Best Evolving Game, Sea of Thieves. Wow. Best Debut Game, Carrion. Carry I don't on, get however what, you want to pronounce it. I don't get what debut game is. Like it means it was is that the like stu- the first studio, the, f- the studio, okay, the studio's first game. Okay. So these are the best games from studios. These are the best games that are these studios' first, very first game. Uh, audio achievement: Ghost of Tsushima. Not surprising. Artistic achievement: Hades. I'm shocked because I feel like that. Ghost of Tsushima is all about those fucking style points and storytelling. Yeah, but so is Hades. Um, best animation, Last of Us Part 2. Fuck Last of Us Part 2. You've fucking, never even played it. I know. Game Awards fodder, dude. That shit, game bait. I guess. I mean, it's not a bad game, though. No, but, like... I mean, you're right, though. It's definitely Oscar bait, the video game, but it's still good. Uh, best British game, Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't know that was a British game, but I don't know what's British and what's, like, other countries, <laughs> you know. And uh, best game, what do you think it was? Last of Us Part Two. It was Hades. Oh my god, the British know. <laughs> yes. Hades was the awarded the best game at the BAFTAs because uh, the BAFTAs, turns out, they know what they're talking about because Hades was the best game of last year uh, and that's why we also gave it Game of the Year at our awards, the Bishop Awards. You know when like people say the best picture that wins at the Oscar isn't usually the best picture of like the year? Well, like I always think that those are the top in terms of quality movies. Those are the top. But in terms of entertainment and what I like personally, it's not always. The, the, yeah, so. I mean, like, let's be real. I mean, somebody's worst movie of the year is somebody's best movie of the year. Exactly. It's all subjective. Like, there is no such thing as an objectively good or bad movie. Like. Because, like, maybe if you can say, well, objectively, this is a poorly made movie because this, this, and this, because I know how to analyze movies. But then another person can be like, yeah, but movies are supposed to entertain an audience, and I was entertained by this. So, fuck you, snob. No, what I, we're saying I, just... is, what we're saying is, um, like what you like. Mm-hmm. But don't Usually... harass, but don't harass people, you Snyder bros. Exactly. And, and conversely, um, don't harass people who like 
Zack Snyder movies, unless they are harassing others, in which case yeah. harass them. Basically, only harass people who are harassing other people. Don't that harass way, people unless they're harassholes. Ex- yeah, only harass people who are also harassing people. That way, we keep it so the only people harassing each other are the harassers, and the rest of us can just go about our lives. Exactly. Today's episode is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today, become a member, and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. That's the end of hot takes. So let's move on to the main event. The March you know, Madness um, Superhero Showdown. I had a, 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 a shot of pain go through my heart right now because you said that. And I was like, God, people are going to judge me on my shitty choices. Yeah, Disclaimer. Well, let's explain to the people what this is, okay? Jonah has much less knowledge of superheroes than I do. Right. Jonah's knowledge comes basically purely from the movies. And, and what I read after the movies. Yeah, and what he reads on Wikipedia after the movies. Not Wikipedia. Come on. Don't. It's other sites. Okay, and what he reads on Games Radar after the. or Screen Rant or ComicBook.com <laughs> or whatever. Um, whereas I, I have more knowledge because I grew up watching these cartoons. I play, like, does. like, almost every superhero video game. That's that came out when I was a kid, and I still like if there's a superhero video game, I buy it. I don't care what the reviews say. It's like what well, superhero I'm buying it. Um, I watch all the movies, watch all the cartoons, play all the games. Um, read, not like I'm not a huge, huge comic book reader, but I read the comics as well for some of my favorite uh, heroes. So I'm much more knowledgeable in these heroes than Jonah is. So we decided that Jonah would put together a bracket for me the expert of the podcast to decide who would win who is the best superhero so jonah how did you put together this bracket with your limited knowledge of superheroes okay so firstly i went on the superheroes i know and because marvel has a lot more out there right i could put together that list more easily like Mm -hmm. uh, much easier than my DC list. Um, as t- in terms of ranking, I kind of looked up most powerful, kind of read some of the, some of the things, some some blurbs about each some of the superheroes, and I tried my best. I don't think it's perfect. Um, some of them are ranked either popularity or um, it's a mixture kind of. Um, otherwise, I just have takes the best fucking superheroes from DC, best superheroes, like the most powerful, and just there doesn't need to be a bracket because what's the fun in that? Um, There has to be some room for air, some human air in that, in the seating Mm -hmm. on my part, because then you just, you don't always, like in March Madness, 
the ones aren't always going to win. The twos aren't always going to win. So we'll see, and they might, and they do sometimes, but we'll see if that's the case. When it comes to DC, I had a lot more trouble when it came to finding 16. I only know so much, and I want to include some women along the way. Some women? I want to include as many, like, as as much woman as I can without taking away other spots that were reserved for like famous superheroes. Okay. Well, Jonah, um, again, this was, this was put together by Jonah. So Mm -hmm. when you beautiful, beautiful listeners realize that this list is completely devoid of Zatanna or, or Hawk girl or, or Beast Boy, or Raven, or or Hawkman, or you know, um, in March Madness, some people make their choices on <laughs> or Shazam. The okay, that's not my fault. I had or, an error. Yeah, there was okay. an error. <laughs> okay, just I'm just letting these people know that if you have a you know if you're like where's Zatanna, where's Hawk Girl, you know, where's Booster Gold, you know, where's this person, where's that person. I agree with you. Take it up with Jonah. But I don't, having I said that, having said that, this is what we're left with. For the most part, it's pretty good brackets. Um, so how are we doing this? I'm deciding who would win in a fight. Yeah, if they were to have a showdown. Okay. One if they v were to one. have a showdown. Now, I, I do want to preface this by saying, just because I say that this person would win doesn't mean you have to agree with me because yeah, so you can get mad at the rankings and the seating and who's involved but yeah the winner is determined solely based on matt yeah again and and listen you can get mad at jonah for omitting someone or seating someone higher than you think they should be or lower than you think they should be um or putting someone on this and not someone else you can get angry at him for that and your anger is validated and you should absolutely flood his mentions with your virtual, you know, and 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 venom and anger, but I'm picking who I think would win in a fight. Keywords: who I think. So this is the superhero showdown, but based solely on my opinion. And so you can't get angry at me because I might I don't represent you. I represent <laughs> who I think would win. And I will preface this because there's a great quote by Stanley. Um, somebody asked him. You know, who would, you know, or I guess he saw on the, or I don't know if somebody asked him or he saw this question floating around the internet of one of these, you know, who would win or in a fight, this character, this character, or, or it was one of those things why, why this character would beat this character. And he very eloquently explained that when comic book characters, when superheroes fight, the way that one of them wins isn't because they have better powers, isn't because they are stronger than the other, isn't because they're a better superhero. It's because the writer of that comic book likes them better and wanted them to win. I mean, you could say that, but in in terms of this list, I was hoping that you'd try to be non like bipartisan. I mean, and... I will I will absolutely explain to you why I think this character would win. But I'm not saying what I'm saying is, I'm like I'm not again I'm not saying this is my list of the 
this is my favorite superhero. I'm absolutely going to decide who I think would win in a fight based on their power set, but this is who I think would win in a fight. If you think the other person would win in a fight, that's just as valid. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Right? I'm saying, like, based on this, I would say this person would win in the fight because I think blah, 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 blah. I'll give you my reason why I think they would win. I'm not going to say I think this person's going to win because I like them better. I'll explain to you why I think they'll win based on their power set um, and character. But you mm -hmm. can disagree with me, and that's fine. You can write your own comic book where the other person wins because you think their powers would win in a fight, and that's cool. I would just say if I was going to write a comic book, I'd say this person would because I think their powers would, would help them win. And that's fine, too. So if you disagree with me, that's fine. But Screw it. You can play along and uh, have your yeah. own bracket. Yeah, but any anger should be only directed at Jonah for his inability to put uh, Zatanna or Hawkman or any of the Teen Titans other than Cyborg, you know, on this list. I, uh... You know, get angry at him. If I could do it over, I would. I'd just say... But by today, it was too late. And yeah. by tonight, especially. But anyway, so yeah. Uh, don't get angry at me if you don't agree with who I pick to win the fights, because just my opinion, and you're allowed to have your own. But do get angry at Jonah for omitting certain people, because that's on him. Even though he doesn't really know that much about comic books, still get angry at him, because that's funny to me. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. First matchup. Oh, oh we're... we'll explain how we're doing this. We have, uh, this is a 32-seed bracket. We have one side Marvel, one side DC, and so the final showdown will be the, basically, one Marvel hero will come out on top, one DC hero will come out on top, and then they'll meet in the finals. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Should we start with Marvel or DC, Jonah? Start with Marvel. Okay. Okay. The one seed is... The one seed. Is Hulk. Going up against the 16 seed, Hawkeye. Fight! I'm curious as to why you seeded Hawkeye at 16. I don't know. Just because he has there... arrows? He's very useful. No, I'm I, I look at I look at the other things and I'm I look at all all the 15 other ones yeah. other like superheroes and I say could I have moved Hawkeye up even though I really enjoy Hawkeye Jeremy Renner I know you're playing Hawkeye in Avengers right I, now I am currently playing Hawkeye in the Avengers However I just couldn't say you know what I'm going to move him up I feel like you know, he's good at 60... Like, I don't think he's better than any of these superheroes. I feel like some of the other superheroes on this list could have been up further or could have been down further. I don't know. I tried my best. Hawkeye 16. He's Hawkeye. He's great. Okay. Um, well... Now, some people might be like, well, easy. Hulk would win in a fight. Don't be so sure, because uh, Hawkeye is is nimble, he's cunning, and, and he has so many, so many arrows up his sleeves, okay, so many gadget arrows um, that he can utilize to, to outsmart Hulk, to take Hulk down, um, and for that reason, the winner of this fight is 
It's Hulk. I love Hawkeye, but it's Hulk. <laughs> I, I had a feeling you're gonna do that. Listen, but I, I wasn't love Hawk. Sure. I love Hawkeye. Just as a, and and he, uh, this wouldn't be an easy fight. Don't 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 get this confused. Hulk, like this would not be a squash match. Um, Hawkeye would absolutely put up a good fight. He'd be quick. He'd be nimble. He'd be using those trick arrows. He'd be tying Hulk up. He'd be using his shock arrows to incapacitate him. But at the end of the day, um, Hulk gets stronger as he gets angrier, and he gets angrier as you attack him, and he's going to win. Because, you know, I mean, if Hulk does catch Hawkeye... Hawkeye does not have super strength. He doesn't have super durability. He is a really good archer. But if the Hulk punches him in the face, that's like you getting punched in the face. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, it's it's Hulk. Hulk wins. Okay, I would that would have been the, one of the biggest upsets in March Madness history if Hawkeye were to take down Hulk. Not that I think that it wouldn't happen. It's just because all these superheroes are great. I give all these superheroes awards and medals of honor. Yeah, they're all um, great, but yeah, Hulk would win this fight. Now, as we go down, you're going to the 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 list, you're going to see that some of these matchups I put on because you know, for a little pleasure for myself. I pleasured myself with these matchups, you okay. could say. Um, so the eight This is the part nine, this is the part where Jared Leto would make a masturbation joke. <laughs> So the eight versus nine, the eight versus nine, arguably yes. the closest. Um, you might have seen this before. The eight seed, Captain America, versus the nine seed. He doesn't have to worry about Bucky Barnes this time. It's Iron Man. Yeah. So this is a one-on-one fight. It's, uh, yeah. Captain America versus Iron Man. Um, what do we got? We got Captain America. This is Steve Rogers, Captain America, correct? Um, I would I would hope so. Okay, this isn't uh, Wyatt Russell. Yeah, because now I'm I'm like I this look up I look it, up Captain America and I get pictures of of John Walker Captain America. Yeah, this I, is Steve Rogers. This isn't John Walker. This isn't uh, Sam Wilson. That's correct. Yes. This is, okay, Steve Rogers Captain America. Steve Rogers, super soldier, super great guy, uh, enhanced strength, enhanced reflexes. Um, Ageless because he was frozen for like 80 years. Um, versus Iron Man, Tony Stark, billionaire, genius, playboy, philanthropist. Uh, in his Iron Man suit, he's got his lasers, he's got his unibeam, he's got his rockets, he's got his power of flight. This is a tough matchup. They both, uh, you know, these two would duke it out as they have before. Um, and I love Iron Man, and I love Captain America, and I think I love Iron Man a little bit more, but, um, Iron Man has lost to Captain America many times, um, not just in the movie, in the comic books as well, um, because, disable that suit, and it's just Tony Stark fighting a super soldier, so Captain America wins. That's well. I'm a, I'm a, I, I've been transformed to Team Captain America. It's a shame because now we won't get to talk about Iron Man and the Hulkbuster versus the Hulk, but uh, yeah, he, he's not getting past Captain. It'd be a tough fight, but as soon as as soon as Cap disables that suit, it's all over. 
now um i was gonna ask does iron man say in one of the avengers movies um when they ask what his superpower is he says i'm rich or am i just hallucinating that no that's batman okay okay when the flash asks batman what's your superpower he says i'm rich and then he drives off in his mercedes i mean it is true but we just watched that movie last week john i know i know but i thought i've heard that line before yeah maybe iron man said that um it, you know it's, yeah. it's a surprisingly funny line that that when i saw the theatrical cut of, a cut of justice league i assumed that was joss whedon but it wasn't <laughs> you know um it's amazing how all the I, funny bits from uh the theatrical version of justice league came from Zack snyder's version of justice league yeah it is which is shocking was... because you know you'd think the funny bits would come from joss whedon avengers guy but no <laughs> Avengers wasn't the funniest Marvel. They started getting better writers after that. I think, though, I think Avengers, the first Avengers movie, has one of the funniest lines in the MCU history. Puny God? He's adopted. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get back to it. The fourth seed uh, is... No, 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 We're going to DC now. Oh, we're going to DC now. We're doing run, one round at a time. That was there's two matchups per round. We did the Marvel matchups. Now we're going to DC round one. Okay, this is the trigger bracket for Matt. Okay. Am I triggered by this bracket? No, no, just the people that are in it. Let's go. The number one seed in the DC bracket is the man we all aspire to be, Superman. Clark Kent, that's Superman. Cal L, that's Superman. Don't get confused. Christopher Versus... Reeve, Henry Cavill, Brandon yeah, Routh, yeah. George yeah. Reeves, Tyler Hoechlin. What's Superman? Yeah, yeah. All yeah, of yeah. them. All of them. Versus the 16th seed. I'm sorry, Matt. I don't know why I included her. Batwoman. <laughs> Look, I have nothing against Batwoman. I'm just baffled that you included Batwoman instead of, like, Batgirl. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. It's because she had a show and... Yeah. Batgirl doesn't have a show. Look, Batgirl, if I could redo listen, it, I would. Listen, Batwoman is fine, but she's no Barbara Gordon. Um, I mean, look, Batwoman is Batwoman. Um, she's 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 got the Batwoman gadgets. She, she yeah. Fights. You don't need to explain it, Matt. You don't need to explain. Just um, say it. Pull the bandit off. Listen, Superman wins. <laughs> really? Listen, Superman wins because. Batwoman, um, sure, maybe she does fight just as well as, as, as Bruce Wayne would, or but, I mean, she wasn't trained by Bruce Wayne. She doesn't know Bruce Wayne. She doesn't has she doesn't have Bruce Wayne's uh, intellect. Um, she wouldn't, she wouldn't be, yeah, she wouldn't be prepared for this. It's Superman. How could yeah, it not be Superman? I don't know. Unless she had, like, a suit made of kryptonite, but then... I'd still Superman would find a way to beat her because she's Batwoman. The only Batman. way Batwoman wins this is if is if she's like fully supplied and like by Batman and Batman tells her exactly what she needs to do to win. <laughs> but I'm assuming in these fights they're going in based on their own accord, no help. So it's Superman. That's correct. Yeah, it's Superman. They are. <laughs> okay, now again the eight nine seed is. 
biggest toss-up. I was hoping to make it a little bit challenging for Matt. Hopefully I did. It's number eight, Cyborg, versus another member of the Justice League. Number nine, Aquaman. Um, first of all, where is this fight taking place? Um, it takes place wherever you want it to take place. Because I feel like this is a different fight if it takes place on land or in water. I mean, you could say that with any with Aquaman. I mean, maybe I shouldn't have included Aquaman because he might win every fight in the water. Well, not but... necessarily, but against Cyborg, he would definitely win in the water. Oh, absolutely. Um, because you know, people say, "Oh, what can he do? He can just talk to fish." Well, guess what? That's first of all, that's not all he can do, but it's also very useful because those fish help him. He can get sharks yeah. and whales to attack. He can control the water and the waves. Okay, he's he's uh, half Atlantean, so he's got super strength and super reflexes. Um, he can swim at supersonic speeds on land. He's he's uh, again on land. He is super strength, super reflexes. He's got his trident as a weapon. He's got uh, long, luscious, flowing hair and rippling muscles. Um. I mean, that's just Jason Momoa, but I'm including him as Aquaman in this because I want to think about Jason <laughs> Momoa. God, if I was gay for one man, it wouldn't be Brad Pitt. I'm sorry, Matt. It's a shame. That's Jason fine. Momoa. More Brad Pitt for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cyborg, I mean, listen, Cyborg's, Cyborg is a cyborg. He's got, um, you know... He's got his uh, his cannons. He's got his lasers. He can hack into banks. Um, he can, that's can... super useful for fighting Aquaman. I'm just listing off like the stuff he can do. Um, yeah, the whole hacking into computers thing, um, and being part of like that inter like interface like yeah, that's not useful for Aquaman. Like fighting Aquaman. Um. So basically, in a fight against Aquaman, he's got his power of flight that will uh, help him, because uh, Aquaman can't fly. Uh, so he's got so he has the high ground, which is an advantage, as we all know from Star Wars. Uh, again, he's got his cannons and stuff, but I mean, I feel like even on land, Aquaman can take okay, some hits. Let's say this is on the beach to make it fair. Okay, it's on the beach. I mean, yeah, that's even on land, Aquaman is has you know super durability like he's not just like a human on land he he's still like super strong and super so he can he can take a beating from cyborg and i i feel like i i feel like he's got he's got that trident that he can he can throw around he can if he's near water he can control it um this would be it this is a tough matchup actually i'm i'm glad because eight nines are supposed to be tough yeah this this is a tough matchup because yeah, even on land, even on the beach, on on land, Aquaman still, you know, he's got his trident, but he doesn't have like like, he's still fighting Cyber. He's just got to rely on his fists, and he's stuck on the ground. Cyber can fly around and shoot him with weapons, but you know that wouldn't it would take a lot to kill Aquaman because because he's half Atlantean, and that makes him, you know, super durable, almost. I don't want to say invincible on land, but. Uh, you know, with the right weapons, you can hurt him, but... Hmm. God, I stumped him. I, all I had to do was stump you once, and I'd be happy. Great success. 
If it's on the beach, though, I feel like if Aquaman had the chance, all Aquaman needs is a couple seconds to get in the water, and it's all over. So, if it's on, even if it's on the beach, I think if it's anywhere near the ocean, I got it. It has to be Aquaman. Okay. I think it. Ha- if it's anywhere near the ocean, all Aquaman needs is that a nice quick window to get in there, and and throw up a tidal wave and bring cyborg you know down and into the water and cyborgs don't do good in water um plus then aquaman is like fully powered up in the water yeah if it's on the even if it's on the beach it's it's aquaman anywhere near the ocean anywhere near open waters it's aquaman okay i appreciate i I, like i I don't want to be like yeah it's on land in my in my head cannon which is very reliable cannon. Um, I had one fight go to Aquaman on in the water, and then one fight went to Cyborg on land. So the decider, which was this fight, was on the beach, you see. Yeah, if this is in the middle of the desert or the middle of the city, I probably would have gone Cyborg. But if it's on the beach, all Aquaman is, needs is that two-second window to hop on into the ocean and and... Cyborg is is done. Okay, back to the Marvel side of the bracket. Yes, that's round one of DC. On to round two for Marvel. Now, all I want to say here is that IGN is holding its movie March Madness for superheroes, and Avengers Endgame is going to win that. And that Avengers Endgame is great. It shouldn't even be in the top five. No, I know. Um, Mar- Avengers Endgame isn't the best Marvel movie, um, but it came out of the Marvel bracket. It beat The Dark Knight, Ridiculous. and will be, and will in the final four, and will beat Spider-Man into the Spider Verse. Ridiculous. Which beats, which beat Spider-Man two in the Elite Eight to come out of the non uh, Marvel DC universe. Um, which I think is a, those are the right two choices for the font Elite Eight. Um, but Endgame, I don't know. I was just a bit disappointed. Because I saw, I saw Dark Knight had 55% and I, my, against Endgame, and I said, oh, Dark Knight's going to win. Go to the finals, win the whole thing. But it didn't, and my faith in humanity has been lost, so... Would have, okay, been funny, let's would have been funny if Zack Snyder's Justice League won because of all the all the Snyder Bros voting. <laughs> I wouldn't have even been I, mad if that happened. I would have just been like, "That's <laughs> hilarious." More power to. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't even know if that was in the. I don't even know if that was in the bracket. I think I just I saw Justice League in there, so but I don't know what version it was. It might have it was probably a theatrical version. They should have just wrote Zack Snyder's Justice League, and <laughs> and I guarantee you it probably would have won, and I wouldn't have complained. I just would have been like, that's fucking hilarious, and I'm you know <laughs> more power to it. But the fact that it's between the fact that it's like Endgame is there, it's like what the like you know what like Endgame is fine, right? Like if 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 that's a tournament between like movies that don't have a chance for like a for like a, a, a um a cult like fan base to to you know force its way to victory then then endgame has no business being in the final two 
Yeah. I mean, Zack Snyder's Justice League has no business being in the final two either, but I would have completely understood why it won, and that would have been hilarious. That's fair. That's fair. Dark Knight should have should have won, but let's get, let's continue. Ah, uh, Spider Man Two should have won. I know, I know you say that. Um, IGN. I like that they're doing this, but the final two should have been uh, either Dark Knight and Spider Man Two or Into the Spider Verse and Spider Man Two. Impossible. They can't make it at the same bracket. So. Why? Because they were in the same region. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, they could have put them in different regions. That's true. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Continue? Yeah. The number four seed on the Marvel side of the bracket is... the so- is, is, it, is he a wizard? Um, yes, because he does not wear a hat. No, no, he's a sorcerer because he doesn't wear a hat. But does... But sorcerers are just wizards without hats. Yes, and he does not have a hat, so he is a sorcerer. Okay, Doctor Strange. And number 13 is Black Widow. <laughs> Big fan. Um, I Look, I love Black Widow. She's great. Um, she's uh, she's a, a super spy. She's got excellent fighting skills. Um they didn't really show this off in the movies that much. Um, it might change when Black Widow comes out, but in the comic books, she's got these um, stun batons as like her we- her main weapons. They're like these little batons that are like electrically charged. Um, you pr- you you've played the Avengers game, so you know about them. Yeah. From there. One of my yeah. favorite to play is. Actually. Yeah. Um, and those are cool. Um, and she's good with them, and again, she's got her, her martial arts, you know, fighting, she's like a super action hero type person, and she's got all of her other super spy gadgets, um, and, and she's great, and I would love to have her advance, but, I mean, like, Doctor Strange has magic, what's she gonna do? (laughs) Shoot him? I mean, I guess, but that's, you know, he's got magic, like, I love Black Widow, but he's a fucking sorcerer, he's the Sorcerer Supreme, (laughs) <laughs> like I'm sorry. it is a four versus thirteen, pretty pretty big difference. So yeah, he's got like again, Black Widow's cool, but like this is like if it's like okay, who would win in a fight, James Bond or Gandalf? Like I love James Bond, but like what are you gonna do? You're gonna shoot your gun at him or try to hit him with your stun baton, and he's just gonna teleport you into the fucking Sahara Desert. <laughs> he doesn't even have to fight you. Like I'm sorry, it's Doctor Strange. Okay, maybe this one will be a little closer. It's the 5 versus 12 seed. It is the number 5 seed, Scarlet Witch. And I did this for self-pleasure. The number 12 seed, Vision. You're a masochist. That's why you did this. <laughs> you're a sadist. You, you like you like to see people in pain, and so you're putting <laughs> Scarlet Witch against Vision. My God. Makes for a good fight, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh... Well, let's be real. If they were to ever fight, um, they w- it would end up with them having sex. No one would lose. <laughs> um, but if if there has to be a winner, I mean, what does Vision got? Vision's got his uh, his laser beam from his head. He can phase in and out of things. Uh, he's got super strength. Um, but Scarlet Witch is um, probably one of is one of the most powerful uh, beings in the 
movie universe and the comic universe. I mean, in the in the MCU, Ag- Agatha herself said that she's the Scarlet Witch, more powerful than even the Sorcerer Supreme. And I mean, in the comic book, she's so powerful she fucking got rid of all the mutants in the universe once, just because she said no more mutants. That's it. She just had to say no more mutants. Is it? There were no more mutants. <laughs> um. God, maybe I should have seated her higher. Fuck. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Vi- uh, yeah. Vision's got his super strength. Um, Vision's got his beam. He can phase in and out. But again, he is also just a robot. I mean, he's made out of vibranium, but which is indestructible. But I feel like mad with magic, it can very easily be destroyed. I mean, she in the movies, she was able to rip out the um, mind stone out of his skull. Um, yeah, it's Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch wins. She can grip him apart if she wanted to. Okay. So far, I've done a wonderful job seeding the top seeds because all four top seeds have advanced. Pat's on back for me. Thank you. Now, back to the DC scuffed universe uh, bracket. (laughs) 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 Okay. Here's, Don't get mad at me. Here we go. Round two. This is this is a fun round. Don't. Okay. Like I said, don't know a lot about DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, the four seed, the Flash. Easy, easy. I love Flash. Yeah. Um, Which 13, Flash is this? Is this Barry Allen or is this Wally West? It's Barry Allen. Okay. It's Barry Allen. You don't um, know who Wally West is, do you? No, I don't. Okay. When I was when I was actually looking up Marvel characters, I saw this kid that was popping up in these lists. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Though. I can't remember his name. So why'd you bring him up now? What does he have to because, do with Flash? Because he doesn't. I just felt like I had to say that. Whereas I I did some research, like I should have, mm-hmm. and I I could have picked the right heroes to be in the list. It turns out I picked the wrong ones. Not um, not that you picked the wrong ones, but it's just. There's nothing wrong with the people you put in this bracket, but it's just compared to who you could have put in there instead, you picked the wrong ones. Yeah. Okay, let's see if he can he can outlast number 13, the son of Darkseid, which is why I picked him. Um, Orion. Um... Orion is the son of Darkseid. He is one of the new gods. He has all the powers of Darkseid. Um, superhuman strength, speed, stamina, durability. Um, basically indestructible. He can run at supersonic speeds. Um, great warrior. Um, the Flash uh, can also, we all know the Flash... It's right in the name, The Flash. He runs faster than the speed of light. He is the fastest being in the universe. He can run so fast that he can break through the speed force and travel through time. Um, and listen, The Flash and his friends have beaten up Orion's father many times. And even if Orion was to win in a fight, the Flash could just go back in time and... Could he, though? He'd be so crippled. 
Would he though? Would he be so crippled? I mean, it's it's like a fight to the death, right? Is this a is this a fight to the are all these fights to the death? Or whoever wins, uh, they could say I qu it's an I quit match. Well, okay, well either way, right? If the Flash even thinks he's gonna lose, boom, back in time. He doesn't even have to wait until he loses, right? The Flash can run. Barry Allen can run so fast that he can break through the Speed Force and travel through the multiverse. Okay. So think about that. He can literally alter the multiverse just by going fast. So you, are you picking a winner just because I should have put Orion in the list? No, I'm picking a winner because, I mean, you shouldn't have put Orion in the list. Um, because you're missing lots of, of other people that should be on the oh, list. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, I'm picking the Flash because he would also win. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, if we're talking Wally West, maybe he wouldn't. But if we're talking Barry Allen, the man who uh, change, can change the multiverse by running, I think he would do pretty well in a fight. Yeah. You might be right. You might just be right. He can run so fast through time, he doesn't have to fight Orion. He can run so fast through time that he alters the multiverse and Orion doesn't exist in his universe anymore. I mean, then you could say that for everyone he fights, though. So he technically wins every fight. Well, we'll see. Maybe someone can beat him to the punch. Perhaps. Will it be one of these next two contenders, the 5 and the 12 seed? This is where Matt crucified my decisions based on the name solely. The number 5 seed, Supergirl, versus the number 12 seed, Big Bertha, a.k.a. Big Barda. Listen, I have nothing against Big Barda. Big Barda's fun. Big Barda's also a member of the New Gods. Um... You know, there's, she, there's a new gods movie coming out. There is a new future. gods movie coming out. She might even be in it, and that's cool, right? And she big, will be, and then you'll be like, oh, Jonah, if you made this two years later, or like five years later, there you go. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, Big Barda's fine and all. Um, I was upset at Jonah because he has Big Barda on the list, but he doesn't have, you know, more popular, more well-known. More, more, uh, you know, characters with more storied histories, such as, you know, there's no Hawk Girl in this tournament. Why? There's no Zatanna in this tournament. Why? There's no fucking, uh, there's no Raven in this tournament. There's no Beast Boy in this tournament. Yep. So many. Uh, there's no Hawk Man. Uh, there's no Shazam. Yeah, there's I told you already. Shazam was. It's not in the tournament by okay, mistake. Fine. There's there's no Green Arrow. He is in the tournament. Is Green Arrow in the tournament? Yes. Is he? Where? Oh, he Thanks. is. Okay, I take that one back. Yeah. Thanks for spoiling one of the seats. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but the point is, there's nothing wrong with Big Barda, but she should not be in this tournament if those other more iconic characters are not. You're right. Anyway, um, Big Barda is a new god. Um, 
she's actually but she's not as powerful as Orion is um Orion's power was like on the level of like Superman and Darkseid Big Bard is more like Wonder Woman um and Supergirl obviously has you know she's a Kryptonian she's invulnerable she's like Superman and um so yeah I mean Supergirl would win this Okay, I feel big, like big, uh, big Barda would put up a hell of a fight. Um, new gods usually do, uh, but they then also usually lose to Kryptonians. <laughs> I thought new gods were good. There's a lot of new gods. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Okay. We go back over to the Marvel side, where we see. Possibly one of the most compelling first-round matchups. Yeah. The number three seed, Captain Marvel. Now, this is the female Captain Marvel. Uh, Car- Carol Danvers, not yeah. Daryl Canvers. What's his name? Marvel is the male Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. I feel like that's kind of... He's a Cree, so his name is Marvel. He's not a human doesn't have a human name. Oh. Carol Danvers is a human who was imbued with Kree powers. That's why she's okay. a human name, because she's a human. Who's she fighting, First, Jonah? The number 14 seed, and I only put her this low because she's not very well known yet. She is. Possible Cinderella upset story here. Squirrel Girl. Okay. So... Captain Marvel is great. She's awesome. She, um, again, she's probably one of the most powerful uh, heroes in the Marvel Universe. Um, she was a human, uh, but she's been imbued with Kree DNA. Um, so she can fly. She has super strength. She has, uh, cause. she can, um, you know, shoot cosmic energy. Um, you know, she can charge herself up with cosmic energy. Um, but let me tell you a little bit about Squirrel Girl. Okay? Yeah. Squirrel Girl has a, uh, four-foot-long giant tail. She's got, uh, buck teeth that can chew through wood. She's got superhuman strength and agility, so she can, uh, jump between trees. She's got sharp claws in her fingers to help her with climbing. She's got uh, spikes in her, like, fists, in her knuckles. She can talk to squirrels. Um, like, actually talk to them. Like, she can talk to them in English, and they understand her, and she understands them when they, like, make sounds. Okay. And now, let me tell you a little bit about the different uh, people Squirrel Girl has defeated in battle by herself okay yeah she has beaten deadpool mm-hmm. she has beaten modok okay she has beaten fing fang foom is that who's that he's a giant dragon okay she's beaten dr doom okay she has beaten galactus Okay. <laughs> and she has beaten Thanos. Okay. Squirrel, by herself. By herself. 
Squirrel well, Girl wins. I don't know why she's not number one on this list. I feel... God, I did not do enough research on Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl wins. Okay. First major upset of the of the tourney. Number 14, Squirrel Girl beating the shit out of Captain Marvel. Yeah. Now number six, Adam Warlock. Don't know him yet, but you will in the Marvel Universe, at least. Maybe. Mayhaps. James Gunn, looking at you. Yeah. Um, versus number 11, the friendly Canadian spiky-haired man, Wolverine. Uh, this is a tough one because Wolverine um, is, you know, he's almost invulnerable. Uh, he's got his healing factor. Um, he's got his adamantium claws. He's got his, his his bad attitude. He's got his berserker rage. I think the only way you can really kill him is... Uh, old age. Yeah, old age and adamantium poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, but I'm assuming this is pri- prime of his life, Wolverine. Oh, absolutely, yeah. In which, in which case, the only way to really kill him is chop his head off. Yeah, but he's Adam Warlock is an all-powerful being. Well, uh, yeah, Adam Warlock is an all-powerful being. He was created to be the most perfect specimen in existence. And that's why Zac Efron should play him. Uh, yeah. Or I'm just you kidding. Know, whoever, I don't know. That was a James. Did you hear that rumor? Because James, James Gunn completely shot it down. Oh, really? Maybe yeah. he's just denying it. No, he was like flat out like, no, like, this is like ridiculous. Like, if I, I'm not casting Guardians 3 yet, and if I was, why would I cast a Zac Efron type? Why wouldn't I just get Zac Efron? Um, blah, blah, you know, like, there's nothing about this that is real, like, like real. Okay, okay. Like, he just shot it down immediately. Like, stop Cont- stop believing these things. Okay, continue on with the uh, Adam Warlock. Anyway, yeah. So, Adam Warlock, uh, he was created to be, like, the perfect specimen. He's got superhuman strength, superhuman speed. Uh, he can, much like uh, Captain Marvel, he can manipulate cosmic energy, you know, shoot projectiles, all that jazz. He can fly. Um... So this is this would be uh this would be quite the quite the fight because you have basically two almost uh immortal beings fighting each other. That's so the, the goal here. Yeah. So the question is, can Wolverine incapacitate Adam Warlock before Adam Warlock can chop Wolverine's head off? That's a good question. That's up to you. I think if we're going by Marvel, the rules, the way these things work in that universe, when Adam Warlock shoots his cosmic energy, it does not cause people to explode. So, because like if this was like a bo- if the, if he exists in like the world of the boys, you know, shoot your cosmic energy at someone's head and their head explodes, he would, you know. Bye bye Wolverine. But we don't. This he doesn't exist in that type of universe. That doesn't happen. Heads don't explode. So he would have to physically, I think, get over, get over to Wolverine, 
and use his strength to rip Wolverine's head off. And I don't think Wolverine would let that happen. Because Wolverine, I think, would overwhelm him if he got anywhere near him. So I don't think his head's getting chopped off. So I think this is going to be a long fight. And I think in the end, I think Wolverine squeaks out of the victory. Wow. With some stabby, right. stabby action. Love myself a Canadian underdog. Yeah, I think I think Adam Warlock gets close. Wolverine goes berserk and just stabs him everywhere. And Adam Warlock is incapacitated. Okay. On to the, uh, the other side. The other side, which is the DC side. Okay, ready? Yes. Three seed is Wonder Woman versus the 14 seed on the DC side. Can we have another Squirrel Girl upset in the making with Green Arrow? Um, Listen, I love Green Arrow. Green Arrow is much like Hawkeye. He is an expert marksman. He never misses. He's got all of his trick arrows. Uh, he's an expert in hand-to-hand combat as well. Um, he's got an amazing, amazing, uh, Errol Flynn style mustache goatee combo. <laughs> um, but one, much like the Hulk versus Hawkeye fight, he would absolutely put up a fight against Wonder Woman. But in the end, Wonder Woman is an Amazonian. She's basically invincible. Uh, she's got her shield and her sword and her lasso of truth. Um, she can't necessarily fly, uh, but she can almost fly, and I guess according to Wonder Woman 84, she can lasso lightning bolts and swing off of them. Is that canon? I don't know if that's canon. Um, but, again, she's, she can, Green Arrow puts up a hell of a fight, but I think... Again, he's also still just a human. So as soon as she can get close enough for a nice big, you know, put her gauntlets together, sonic blast, or a nice big ground and pound, or, or hell, even just hacking him with a sword, I think, uh, I think this is the the case of a really skilled man versus a a a a super being. Okay. Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman wins. Now the next fight, we go to the 611 seed. It is the number six seed, Green Lantern, versus the number 11 seed, Nightwing. Which Green Fuck. Lantern? This is a uh, how how is it Hal Jordan? It is Hal Jordan. Yeah, that one. Okay. Um, this one's tough. You'd think it might not be tough because Green Lantern, uh with his green power ring, his power is that his ring can conjure up anything he imagines. Which I think would come in handy. But, yes, but, Nightwing, this is Dick Grayson, he's graduated from Robin, now he's his own superhero, out of the shadow of Batman, but he's been taught everything he knows from Batman. Um, Excellent fighting skills, excellent gadgets. Um, But also... Green Lantern's weakness is the color yellow. So really, all Nightwing has to do is show up in his Robin outfit. Is that bad? Where he can't see yellow? 
it weakens him. Okay. And if you weaken him, again, and Nightwing, learn from Batman. So if you weaken him enough, where if you weaken Green Lantern enough, um, where, sure, you know, you he'll probably still be able to use the ring um, from seeing yellow, but it won't be as strong. Um, so, again, all he's going to do is weaken him just enough to be able to overpower him. But also, all Green Lantern has to do is conjure up a uh, fucking giant minigun and shoot a thousand bullets into Nightwing. Green Lantern wins. <laughs> God, you had me in the first half. I ain't gonna lie. Green Lantern wins um, because, again, Nightwing, trained by Batman, he's no Batman. Now, final two matchup of the first round in the Marvel side of the bracket. Number seven seed, Spider-Man versus the number 10 seed, Black Panther. Now, I put this matchup together because I thought it'd be a close matchup. Good fight. Is this Peter Parker or Miles Morales? Peter Parker. Okay. Um, this is tough. Uh, we all know Spider-Man's powers. He's got his web shooters. Uh, he's got uh, enhanced strength and durability. Uh, and he's got his spider senses. And, of course, he can stick to walls. Black Panther has uh, enhanced strength and speed. He has his um, his Black Panther suit, uh, which uh, can absorb damage and uh, shockwave it back out. He's got his claws, uh, and he's an excellent uh, uh, close-quarters uh, combat fighter. Um... So this would be this would be a this would be a tough fight for both of them because for everything that Black Panther probably for all of the advantages Black Panther probably has in terms of he's probably a better fighter Spider-Man's Spider-Sense would probably allow him to dodge and counter a lot of Black Panther's move set. And the question is how much I think the longer this fight goes on, I think it starts to favor Black Panther. If Spider-Man runs out of his web shooters, he kind of loses an edge. Um, but I think if he can, if he can hold out long enough where his his web shooters don't run out, and he can use his spider sense to dodge enough of uh, Black Panther's attacks, I think you can web Black Panther up enough to uh, at least punch him out. Are you saying Spider-Man is the winner? I think Spider-Man wins. Spider-Man wins because Black Panther is a better fighter, but uh, Spider-Man can dodge all of his attacks and shoot him with webs. Okay. Now the final matchup. The number 2-15 matchup. Number 2 is the Lightning God. The Thunder God himself, Thor, versus number 15, Ant-Man. Now, I, I put Ant-Man because I thought it would be a fun matchup. You forget that Ant-Man can turn into Giant-Man as well. That's that's true. But Thor is a god and has defeated many giants. That is also true. 
But Ant-Man can go super small, and Thor can't see him, and Ant-Man can go up his anus and then turn into Giant-Man and rip him out from the inside. <laughs> God, are you are, are you declaring a winner already? Um, no, Thor is a god. He wins. <laughs> I was going to be like, yo, both mine and your favorite superhero. I think one of your favorite superheroes is Thor. I love Thor. I love Ant-Man, too. I do, too. Um, I love, I love, uh, I didn't used to care about Ant-Man, but, um, I love, uh, I'm assuming this is, this is Scott Lang Ant-Man, not Hank Pym. Yeah, I I figured in this, in this, yeah. I mean, either way, like, they're, they kind of have the same, they have the same power set, but, um, I mean, I'm more familiar with Scott Lang Ant-Man just because, you know, like, I never... There was no Ant-Man games. There's no Ant-Man cartoon. There's like a, like I knew of Hank Pym. But mm. but you know I I never really cared about Ant-Man until the movie, and I love Ant-Man. But oh, he's great. Dude. Yeah, I think I think I think the two Ant-Man movies are honestly I think they're they don't get enough respect for being like, I I think they're like top tier Marvel movies. I I I think that they're in the upper echelon as well. Yeah. Uh, and Thor, Thor is Thor is amazing. I love Thor. Thor's a god. I'm sorry though, Ant Man. I'm sorry, Ant Man. <laughs> you can't fight a god. I mean, like, yeah, you're not crawling up that anus. So Thor wins. <laughs> okay, back to the final two matchups on the DC side. We got the seven ten matchup. You're wondering why Shazam not on the list, but the seven seed is Martian Manhunter. And I said Shazam a little early that time because I have the number 10 seed, Black Adam. Uh, okay, what do we got here? Martian Manhunter. He can fly. He's got super strength. He's got uh, laser beams from his eyes. And he can shapeshift into different things. Black Adam has... Um, he's got the same powers as Shazam. He's got powers of the of the seven gods. He's got super strength. He's got flight, he's got speed, he's got electricity. Um, so this is a tough fight. I think I think they're both pretty evenly matched. But I think I think this is the key. I think the deciding factor is if Black Adam can hit Manhunter with a nice lightning bolt. Like a nice, big, powerful lightning attack. Straight from Zeus's crotch. <laughs> I think that takes him out. I don't think Martian Manhunter's... Uh, I, I don't think his... I mean, his shapeshifting, I guess, might be useful to hide, but if they're supposed to be fighting... You know that's not going to help him fight, and I don't think his his laser his laser eyes aren't aren't as powerful as Superman's laser eyes. I think Black Adam could take them. I don't think he could Martian Manhunter could take repeated lightning bolts. So I'm going Black Adam. Mm-hmm. The Rock. Very excited. Love The Rock. Can't wait to see him in a superhero movie. Oh yeah, also The Rock, but mainly you know the powers thing. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. Okay, final matchup. Um, the number two seed, Batman, versus the number fifteen seed, 
Catwoman. I know Catwoman isn't a hero, but she sometimes is. Sometimes is, sometimes it's it's dubious that she's on here, but she I guess has been a hero enough. Uh, and we all know Batman's power. Batman's power is he's rich. Goes a long way. Yeah, well, no, it's more than that. He has many different Batman suits for many different occasions. He is an expert in in martial arts and hand-to-hand combat. He's an expert in stealth. He's an expert detective. He's super intelligent. Um, Catwoman is agile. She's also a great fighter. She's got her claws. She's got her whip. But, I mean, we've seen this fight dozens of times. Batman wins. Okay. That's it. Got our first round. We'll see you next week on the podcast. No. No, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. Like we said, we're finishing. We're yeah. finishing this shit. Because that's we go mad- back to the Marvel side. You know what? It's madness. We do all of this in in one podcast, and that's what March Madness should be. Madness. Exactly. It's madness. Now we. Now, it's we go back to the Marvel side. We got the one. The incredible didgeridoo Hulk versus the number eight. My sentimental favorite superhero, somehow. A lot has changed in a year. Captain America. Captain America. (laughs) Uh, This is a tough fight. You got, uh, yeah, the Hulk. Um, Super... I mean, obviously, super strength, super everything. He's got his thunderclap. Um, he gets, as I said before, the Hulk gets stronger as he gets angrier. Um, he's kind of doesn't that doesn't that mean that when he's losing, he gets angrier, therefore he gets better, so he's invincible to he's unbeatable. He, I mean, he's practically unbeatable. I mean, Bruce has tried to kill himself before, and the Hulk was like, no. That's that's why I put him as number one because I, yeah. I thought he gets stronger as you know that makes him hard to beat. Yeah, uh, Captain America though. I mean, Cap- Captain America, unlike Hawkeye, Captain America could take a beating from Hulk probably. Um, mm. and he's got that shield to throw around, knock knock the Hulk in the head a bunch of times, maybe daze him. Uh, but I I I. I think the Hulk again. The Hulk, the you get him, the angrier you get him, the stronger he gets. You keep beating him up. That's not. That's you know. I think eventually you're just gonna get to a point where Hulk, Hulk can just. The, eventually, he's gonna be part of this fight where Hulk, Hulk just starts just pounding Captain America until his, until he can't get up anymore. Are you saying Super Soldier down? I'm saying he is a super soldier, and he could take a hell of a beating from Hulk. But I think even a super soldier can't take a beating. You know, you can, there's only so even a super soldier can only get punched in the face by Hulk a certain amount of times. <laughs> I'm saying Hulk. Okay, the number one seed advances, and who will he face in the Elite Eight? It's the number four seed, Doctor Strange, against the number five seed, Scarlet Witch. This is tough. This is a tough, tough one. This is tough. Uh, it will only get tougher from here, by the way. It, so. I know this is tough. Scarlet Witch. You got the two, basically the two most powerful 
magical beings in the Marvel Universe. Both of them probably would rank in the top five most powerful beings in the Marvel Universe. Like, overall. And they're definitely the two most powerful magic users. Um, Doctor Strange is more disciplined with his magic. He's more uh, advanced, I would say. Well, advanced in terms of he's trained more. He He's, um, you know, he's more learned. Um, Scarlet Witch... Um, uses chaos magic she um, is more emotional than Doctor Strange um, she's not as trained in the mystical arts as he is um, so I think this all comes down to what would win a more tactile use of magic or a more emotional strategy of you know whatever you're feeling at the time do whatever you know call it on the fly type erratic fighting style or Doctor Strange would be very okay assess the situation very quickly in my head Sherlock Holmes style and <laughs> and and do something um, and I think that would work for a time but I um, you know if Scarlet Scarlet Witch can get rid of all the mutants in the universe just by saying it so I mean and you I, did say in the previous round, that Agatha yeah. said that she's more powerful. Well, that, that's than the Sorcerer yeah. Supreme. So at least in the in the cinematic universe, she is. I think in the comic book universe, it's debatable. But I think if I'm taking this overall through all incarnations, I think I think Doctor Strange will come into this fight very strategically, very assessing the situation as it's happening. Where Scarlet Witch would just be very emotional and erratic, and I think. With the with that plus chaos magic, I think might be able to take out Doctor Strange because you can't really plan for that. Mm-hmm. I think Scarlet Witch wins. Okay. Scarlet Witch advances. Now we're gonna hop over to the hop DC. Hop over to DC. So, hop over to DC. We got the one versus the nine. It is Superman, Cal L. Versus, good-looking Aquaman. Oh, he is quite the man, isn't he? He is quite the. So is Superman. No, I know. If it was, if it was a bracket based on looks alone, Aquaman would be my winner. But uh, really, that's not how it works here. I mean, Henry yeah. Cav- Henry Cavill is a handsome man. He is a handsome man, and he gives up quite a fight, but. There's something about those fucking dreamy Cal Drago eyes, all you Game of Thrones fans. This 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 is this is gonna be a knockout drag out fight. Um, this is this is they're gonna each be throwing some haymakers. Um, some I'm sure they'll be going through some buildings. I'm sure some some whales may be harmed in this fight. That Superman <laughs> that, that Superman will win because he's Superman. Because he's Superman. I'm sorry. I had he, a feeling he's Kryptonian and Aquaman can't do anything. I had a feeling that, you know, I was afraid that Superman is just going to Superman his way to the top. Will I be wrong? Stay tuned. Now, the fourth seed, the Flash, versus the fifth seed, Supergirl. Um. I thought I thought you cut out there for a second. 
No. Um, this is tough. Supergirl is a Kryptonian who is extreme, yeah. obviously extremely powerful. She's almost as strong as Superman himself. Um, the Flash, as we've established, can go so fast that he can alter time. He can alter the multiverse itself. Um, Supergirl, however, as a Kryptonian, uh, can also go super fast. Now, not as fast as the Flash, but fast enough that she can react to his movements. So it's not as his his speed is not as much of an advantage against Supergirl as it would be against others. Okay. Because okay. because you know she can perceive what he's doing. Right, because she also has super speed. Again, not on the level of him, but enough that you know when he's going super fast, she can still see what he's doing and react properly, much like Superman can, as we saw in uh, Justice League. Yeah, that was, a, that was a great scene. Great scene. That was a great scene. So this is a tough fight. This That's is, what I, I was hoping for. This is a tough fight. But I think in the end, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. The podcast is over. <laughs> we'll see you next week. When yeah. Next round of Martian. Goodbye, everybody. No. Um, no, no, no. Could the Flash pull something off to defeat Supergirl? That's the question. Because we know Supergirl can pull out the stops to beat Flash. Does he have any tricks up his up his sleeve to beat Supergirl? And I don't think he does. I think Supergirl wins. Okay. Moving on. Now we go back over to the Marvel side. The final two matchups. I'm glad I put Superman and Supergirl in the same side of the bracket because if they were in like the Elite Eight together, I would or the Final Four, whatever you know what I mean, the Final Four, I would have been a little pissed. <laughs> so one of them should be going to be eliminated next round. Yep. Now we go we go to the battle of the upsets. The number fourteen seed Squirrel Girl versus the number eleven seed Wolverine. Squirrel Girl, I want to mention, has actually beaten Wolverine in the comic books. Uh, what comic books is this? I don't, I, I don't know which one, but I know she did beat... They were sparring, so like, because they were on the same team. They were, he, they were just training, but she did beat him. Like, what comic books? I don't understand. Like, the, the, she has done a lot of shit that nobody in the Marvel Universe has done. And... Uh... Why hasn't she had her own standalone movie yet? This is absurd. Uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, so but the question is, do I think she could do it in an actual fight and not in sparring? Um, you know, because she's got her little claws and her spiky fists, but you know, they're nothing against his claws. 
Yeah, but she's Squirrel Girl, and somehow she, uh... Yeah. She's beaten Galactus and Thanos by herself. Yeah. Um... With her little claws? Like, what, the squirrels peck their eyes out? I don't get it. Yeah, she can send the squirrels to... That's how she beat Doctor Doom. She sent all the squirrels to attack him. God, this is... This is riveting stuff, actually. It is riveting stuff. Um... I love Wolverine. I really do. I think Squirrel Girl is just too powerful. I I'm I'm yet to understand what her true what truly makes her powerful, but I'll I'll I'm along for the Squirrel Girl Cinderella story ride. Listen, she's beaten him before. She's beaten Doctor Doom. She can over she can send all the squirrels, okay, after him, um, and he might be able to defeat the squirrels, um. But actually, if he defeats the squirrels, I think, no, but she can, you know, she's got her tail. Uh, you know, she's super strong, too. Um, squirrel Girl, no, yeah, Squirrel Girl wins. <laughs> oh, my goodness, this is crazy. Squirrel Girl wins. Now, seven versus the two. It's Spider-Man versus Thor. Uh, another tough one, because again, you might think, oh, Thor easily beats Spider-Man, he's a god, but again, Spider-Man has the spider senses, so he can dodge those hammer attacks, he can dodge those punches, he can, you know, web up Thor's mouth, he can web up Thor's hands, uh, but then Thor will just strike him with a lightning bolt, Thor wins. (laughs) And he'll do it, and he'll do it while Led Zeppelin plays in the background. God, you uh, you had me in the first half. Not gonna lie. Yeah, Thor wins. Okay, I felt like. Okay, hopefully these get harder, guys. Um, <laughs> okay, number the uh, the number three seed on the DC side. We're back over at DC. Number three is Wonder Woman versus Green Lantern, which is the number six seed. Uh, this is tough. Uh, Wonder Woman is an Amazonian. Uh, she's practically invincible. Um, she's got her sword, she's got her shield, she's got her gauntlets, she can, you know, get a shockwave going. Uh, Green Lantern can fly and can conjure anything he can imagine with his ring and use it as a weapon against Wonder Woman. Yeah, but Wonder Woman has yellow in her suit. She does, but... Or is it gold? Listen. This is the key fact here. This will be a hell of a fight. But all Wonder Woman needs is to grab him with the lasso and chop his hand off. That's true. Wonder Woman wins. Because she she's practically invulnerable, so I think this fight, there's nothing he can do to her to do enough damage that she wouldn't be able to do that by the end of the fight. Wonder Woman wins. Chops the hand off. Uh, would Wonder Woman, like, is the lasso of truth something along the lines of it kind of hypnotizes them, or they just can't, they just have to tell the truth, that's it? It doesn't hypnotize them, it compels them to tell the truth. It Basically, if you're, if you're, get, touch the lasso of truth, then whatever happened to Jim Carrey and Liar Liar happens to you until, you, until the, it's no longer touching you. Okay, okay. Now, the next... And final matchup of this round. 
Number 10, Black Adam. Versus number two, Batman. 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 Um, you might be thinking, oh, this is easy. Black Adam zaps Batman with his electricity. But Batman is a very intelligent person. He's the world's greatest detective. He is always prepared. He's always strategizing. and that's part of his character. So he wouldn't come to this fight without being prepared to be hit by lightning. So he would be in a lightning-proof bat suit. So that's out of the question, okay? Um, and you might be thinking, oh, well, Black Adam can fly super strong. Well, Batman, again, that lightning-proof bat suit would probably also be, you know, strong enough to punch and hurt a super strong being because he would have come prepared. He would have planned. He would have strategized. He would have thought of every move Black Adam could make before Black Adam could make it. Batman with preparation wins. Wow. I don't know if you're just saying, doing this because Bat- I put Batman as number two. Because Batman is Batman, for fuck's sake. He's goddamn Batman. He is the goddamn Batman. No, I mean, li- listen. This would be a good fight, but... Batman never comes to a fight unprepared, uh, and Batman would come knowing exactly what to do to beat Black Adam, and he would beat Black Adam. Okay. It wouldn't now be, we're on to the... like, it would be a nice physical fight, but but where it counts, Batman wins the intelligence fight. That okay. Wins him, that wins him the whole fight. This is looking good. Again, I'm I'm really happy with the way things have gone for the most part. A lot of the top upper echelon C's have advanced, which makes my seeding very good in my eyes. So I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. We're now in the Elite Eight, and it is time for the Marvel side. The number one seed Hulk facing the number five seed Scarlet Witch. This, uh, again, what wins? Hulk, who gets stronger as he gets angrier and gets angrier as the fight continues? Or Scarlet Witch, could she magic her way to defeating the Hulk? That's a good question. Only you can decide. You're the true chosen one. She can fly, but he can jump super high and grab her. He can pummel her. Um, with his um, super strength, but she can use her her magic to fling him around. She can use her magic to pick up other objects, but that would just make him angrier, and that would make him stronger. But she can also invade his mind. Scarlet Witch wins. A little bit of an upset here. Scarlet Witch wins. She has that power. Remember from Age of Ultron? I do. And she did it again to to Agnes? You know, um, she could just yeah. turn him back into Bruce Banner. She Yep, she goes in his mind. He goes a little berserk in his nightmare. And Bruce Banner. Yep, Scarlet Witch wins. Wow. Now we're... At the bottom half is the Cinderella story, the 14 seed Squirrel Girl 
getting a little bit of a fan base, I can tell, mm-hmm. and from the uh, from the listeners. They they love her. Um, they're cheering for her. Uh, versus number two, one of my favorite superheroes, the God of Thunder, Thor. She's beaten Galactus. She has. By herself. But, but Thor isn't Galactus. That's true. And also, she didn't fight Galactus. She convinced him to go eat a different planet. So, but that's a win. That is a win. So could she convince Thor to forfeit the match? <laughs> is she convincing enough? Because I think the squirrels probably wouldn't be enough. You attack with the squirrels. He's the god of thunder. Big lightning uh, AOE attack. Um, she's not strong enough to face him or his hammer. So is she convinced? That's that's. I mean, she's made it this far, but I think against Thor, her only option is can she convince him to leave the way she convinced Galactus to leave? How did she kill Thanos? Um. It was off-panel. Okay. So nobody saw. But Uwetu the Watcher confirmed that she did it, and it was the real Thanos. Okay. (laughs) But then again, Thor also almost killed Thanos. Yeah. If he was just... If he aimed, like, two inches to the right, he would have killed Thanos. Now, is Squirrel Girl a meme in Marvel? No, she's a legitimate character who's like the most powerful being. Because every time I look at her super abilities, I think she's going to have this long list of crazy abilities. And it's just like, she can talk to squirrels. She's kind of strong. <laughs> can she convince... Well, she could distract Thor with some cute squirrels and then get him with the cheap shots and win. No, I, you know what? I'm, I would have loved to see Squirrel Girl advance, but she can't beat Thor. There's nothing she can I do. Thought, I thought Squirrel Girl was going to go all the way. I'm just trying to find an avenue where she could beat Thor. She can't. She can, you know, sure, she can attack him with squirrels, but he, again, light, AOE lightning attack. Bye-bye, squirrels. I don't think she can convince him to leave because he's Thor. He's a god. He's too proud. Um... And her physical attacks won't be enough. Um, he can just pin her with Mjolnir. That's true. And then even if she's like, "Oh, I'm pinned by Mjolnir," squirrels go attack him. Well, he still has lightning. Doesn't need that. He doesn't need Mjolnir for life. I, I, I would have loved to continue the Cinderella story of of Squirrel Girl, but it's got to be Thor. It's got to be that's Thor. Okay. He's a god. He is a god, and that's okay. That means we're going over to the DC bracket, and the f- first matchup is the number one seed versus su- Superman versus Supergirl. Do I even have to ask? Uh, this is a tough fight because they have the same power set, um, but I think the edge goes to Superman, who is just a little bit more experienced. Um than Supergirl is, and uh, I think he would use that to his advantage to get the upper hand. Okay. Supergirl, Superman is the winner. Now, matchup that we thought might happen, and it is. It is Wonder Woman 
the number three seed versus the number two seed, Batman. Batman has a plan to defeat every single member of the Justice League just in case they go rogue. That's true. And at one point, a villain did steal this plan, like all of these plans, sold them to supervillains who then successfully used them to defeat all the members of the Justice League. So, prepared Batman wins. Batman is Batman is prepared. He yes, Wonder Woman is an Amazonian. She's almost invulnerable. She has the lasso of truth. She has a sword and shield. And Batman knows kung fu and he's rich. But he's got resources and if he's prepared, he knows what he knows what must be done to defeat Wonder Woman in a fight. He has a plan for it just in case. And if he can enact that plan, Batman wins. Okay. Batman going to the Final Four. So, shall we? On to Marvel. The final matchup before the finale. The final Marvel matchup. The representor for the Marvel side of the bracket will be the number five, either be the number five seed Scarlet Witch or the number two seed Thor. So he's a god. But she can go into his mind. But... Is that enough? But unlike Hulk, when she goes into Hulk's mind, that can turn him back into Banner, and then he has no chance. When she goes into Thor's mind, sure, he might be out for a little while, but once he snaps out of it, he's still Thor, who still has Mjolnir. And I... You cannot carry Mjolnir unless you are deemed worthy. Not even with magic. I think Thor wins. Are you saying what I think you're saying? Thor wins. Now, is Thor your favorite superhero? No, but I think he wins all of these fights. Do you think Thor would lose to any other person on this list? On, um, and... on, on this Marvel list? Yeah. Um. That's not the question. Doesn't matter. Doesn't need to be answered because I mean, that's not what happened. I mean, there's potential for him to lose to Hulk. Uh, there's potential for him to lose to maybe Doctor Strange. There's potential to lose to, uh, you know, Adam Warlock or Captain Marvel. But at the same time. There's potential for him to win. Could he lose to them? Sure. But would he? If this was a yeah, life or death situation. And I don't think he that's, would. That's not the uh, the question. Because he was seeded number two. Because of his prowess. So he his path to the finals. Was chosen. Because of where he was seeded. Now. With. The DC side. We got the. Two, top two seeds. Yeah, who saw we're, this coming? We're going, we're going chalk, baby. Yeah, who saw this coming? That it One, would come down to Superman and Batman. Superman versus two in Batman. Yeah. Now, I know what you might be thinking. You might be thinking Superman would win this. All he has to do is laser Batman's head off. But as we said before, Batman has a plan 
to kill every member of the Justice League should they go rogue, including now, himself and including can just, Superman. Can I just say that both Superman and Batman have beaten one another? They have. Both of them have beaten one another. But I think, again, Batman knows exactly what it takes to kill Superman, and Batman knows exactly what it takes for Superman to kill him. And he knows he can't let that happen, and he's not going to let that happen. Batman's come prepared. Batman has kryptonite. Batman has a suit with, with that shoots kryptonite. Batman's full of kryptonite. Batman wins. That's why you don't have a weakness, Superman. Is Krypton made of kryptonite? It's, 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 there's a lot of it. Is that why they're not powerful on Krypton? Uh, they're not powerful on Krypton because Krypton has a red sun, and they get their power from absorbing the rays of the yellow sun. Oh. Okay. Now, the finale. The representor of the Marvel Universe. The number two seed, Thor. Versus a representor of the DC Universe. The other number two seed, Batman. No, 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 Batman. Now, you might be thinking, well, Batman can beat Superman. Can he beat Thor? He has a plan. It's different. He, he doesn't have a plan to beat Thor I think like he did. This Super- is the thing, though. I think he could try and think of a plan to defeat Thor. But could he... Could Batman conceivably think of a plan on how he could defeat a literal god? An actual god? Because what could Batman do? There's nothing Batman could do, as smart as he is. There's nothing he could do to plan for a victory in the event that Thor just throws Mjolnir at him. Not, no gadget or special suit he can make can be like, you know, he can make a suit that can withstand a punch from Superman. He can't make a suit that will let him get up if Thor just throws his hammer at him. Do you think, can I ask you, uh, do you think Superman is worthy of Mjolnir? I think Superman would be worthy of Mjolnir. If Captain America is worthy, I think Superman's worthy. That's true. But they're not fighting because Batman knows how to beat Superman. That's also true. I think Thor beats Batman. Do we have a winner? Because, yeah, listen. Batman can plan all he wants. There's nothing he can do, right? He can he can plan against Superman. He can plan. Oh, if I have this, it can withstand a punch from a Kryptonian. And sure, he can say, this will withstand a punch from Thor. This will withstand his lightning attacks. But there's nothing he can build that will protect him from Mjolnir. Because if you're not worthy, you're not worthy. And I don't think Batman would be worthy of Mjolnir. Because as no, cool he's an asshole. as cool as Batman is, yeah, you know, he's he's pretty fucking dark. Yeah. You know, he's not a Steve Rogers. He's not a Kal-El, who probably would, who are worthy in the case of Steve Rogers and would be worthy in the case of Superman. I don't think Batman would be. And... There's, you can't plan for that. There's nothing you can do to prevent that from happening. So bye-bye, Batman. Thor's the winner. We got a winner. We have a winner. The over... Oh. I, I 
would play victory music right now. Maybe Matt will add it in post. I don't know if he's going to do that. Victory music. March Madness Superhero Showdown. So, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, between Marvel and DC, we've determined that the, at least in my opinion, the superhero that would win in all the fights, the best superhero, the most useful superhero, the strongest superhero, is the God of Thunder, Thor. What a what a way! My favorite superhero, maybe yours, maybe the, one of the listeners' favorite superhero. My maybe, my favorite superhero is actually Spider-Man, and he lost in round two. That's okay. To, that's fair. To Thor, I love Spider-Man. Hell, my second favorite superhero is Batman. But I got to be realistic here. There's no way for him to win this fight. Thor, Thor is the winner. Thor's Thor, dude. Captain Sparkles. I fucking love Thor. I'm so glad Taika Waititi is in charge of that whole franchise now. Yeah, I mean, but whether you like your Thor goofy or whether you like your Thor serious, the fact of the matter is um, you're not beating him in a fight. He is Thor. He is, he is he, Thor. He is a god. He's a literal god of thunder. Maybe your name's Kratos, but Kratos isn't a superhero, and he's not on this list. <laughs> um... But that's not this Thor. Yeah, that's, that's just, a different uh... Thor. Um, yeah, so Thor has been deemed the winner of the superhero showdown. And with that, we thank you for participating. If you want to create a, a result of your own with, with our uh, seating, we love you to do that. I think that uh, we didn't quite enjoy your, the listeners' opinions and views on this list. In contrast with Matt. Right, Matt? You guys say that again. What happened? I just, I, 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 uh, I zoned out because it's 2.40 in the morning. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, okay. I heard my name, so, and that's what brought me back. But I don't know what you're... <laughs> I don't know what you said. <laughs> I, I just said that the viewers can have a list of... Oh. Have their brackets. Yeah. Filled, fill their brackets out, and we'd love to receive them. Yeah, tell us who you think would win the Superhero Showdown. Tell us... Tell us... Tell us, and specifically Jonah, who you think he should have put on this, uh, in this tournament, that he didn't, and yell at him for it. And tell us who you think would have won. Tell us, you know, maybe it's not someone we put on. Maybe it is someone, but you think they would have won. Tell us that yes, Squirrel Girl could have beaten Thor, and this is how. I would have yes. loved. I would have loved the Squirrel Girl Batman showdown. I would love if Squirrel Girl won the whole thing. That would be so us, but that's just not how the cookie crumbled. Listen, I think I started this plan and I'm going to I'm going to make Squirrel Girl win. And then she got to Thor and I started talking and I couldn't find a way out. <laughs>
unlike yeah, that's good. unlike Vince and Leo, I couldn't find a way out for <laughs> for Squirrel Girl for her to win that fight. I just couldn't. So I couldn't I couldn't say Squirrel Girl. So, with that, Matt, where can they, the wonderful listeners, follow you? Uh, they can follow me on Twitter at RealMFresh. They can follow me on Instagram at Real underscore MFresh. They can follow me on GG Game Tracker app at RealMFresh. Um, and they can follow me, you know, around the neighborhood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, they can follow me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Jonah is gracious. Would love the follow. DM me everything you disagree about. I'm here. I'm I'm here to learn. Yeah, teach him. So. Teach him why he should have put Zatanna on the list instead of Big Barda. I I like I said I take it back. I I I'd have a do over if I could. Uh more importantly, you guys can follow Hunter Bishop, the real host of this podcast, um at the Hunter Bishop on Twitter and Instagram. Um he's a great guy. Uh, hopefully he'll be back next week. Um great guy, smart guy, funny guy, and again since this is his podcast, that's where all podcast updates uh will be posted so you know about uh you know stuff that's happening around the podcast environment of our podcast not the environment of like podcasts in general just ours just this one <laughs> yeah said do it bet yeah that does it thor is the winner and yeah tell us if you agree or disagree um if you if you like the podcast uh make sure you've subscribed uh, give it a five-star review. If you hated the podcast, we won't hold it against you if you uh, want to give it a very bad uh, four-and-a-half-star review. Um, yeah, you know, you can DM us on Twitter. DMs are open. You can you can add us on Twitter. Um, you know, whatever you want. Questions, comments, compliments, concerns, criticisms. Sing us a song. Well, you can't sing us a song on Twitter, but you can sing us a song if you click the link in the episode description, which takes you to a page where you can leave a voice message, in which case you can sing a song. Um, or do any of the other things. Questions, compliments, whatever. Um, we don't care. We'll accept it in either written or uh, recorded form. Um, and yeah, I think uh, the only thing left to say is that um, Thor is the winner, so... From now on, he can walk up to any other superhero and tell them... Don't challenge me. Are we ending it there? <laughs> no, Jonah, we're not ending it there. We're ending it here. Your culture has been popped by Hunter Bishop. This has been a Rongo Productions podcast. 